Hey, welcome to How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. I'm Luke Faganbush. And I'm uh, Lauren Hutton. Hell yes, you are. <laughs> uh, we're, we're on our podcast talking about comedians doing terribly on stage and just laughing at them. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's a good do. time. It's yeah. a pretty good time. Well, we laugh together. You, you make it sound so aggressive. Like, you know, it's more of a communal Did, thing. Yeah. You know, we get I the mean, guests I, to laugh at themselves while we laugh at them. It's, but the part, the part after the episode where we just wait awkwardly for them to leave the FaceTime call and then we just talk about them behind their backs and laugh at them privately seems a little mean and pointed. Well, that's why we don't put it that, on the air. Uh, that feels like <laughs> laughing at them. <laughs> Who do we, we have, have on, on this episode? week? God, I was asking. It's Bridget Denman. It was. It was Bridget Denman. Uh, and she and, was a blast. She was an absolute treat. Uh, yeah, she was so nice and friendly and funny that I almost felt bad when we spent an hour and a half just after the call just <laughs> ripping her apart. I didn't feel bad at all. She deserved it. <laughs> you know, she, she also, like your mom, kills dogs. Oh, does she? Yeah, that's Did a rumor I'm that? trying to spread about Bridget oh. Denman. <laughs> we uh, we didn't cover that on the podcast. We did cover uh, <laughs> government through gladiating. Yeah, that that's came a big up. theme. Totes and uh, her bomb at uh, Wiley's, I believe. Yeah, that was exactly what happened. I uh, and for the record, she doesn't kill dogs. I just. She doesn't know. really bomb either. No. I mean, she had to dig deep for this one. You That's can tell. That's truth. That's truth. I just I had to bring up death in some form or facet to keep with the theme. Oh, hold on. Let me put my little check mark next to <laughs> 19 out of 20 of our episodes. <laughs> Boom! Enjoy the episode. How have you been, like, dealing with the last year? Uh, are you, like, t uh. totally sequestered at home? <laughs> are you still able to go out and do some things? Like, where are you at in I... your life? Yeah, no, well, so, like, last summer was cool because I was, I just, like, went out all the time. Like, right. I went kayaking almost, like, once a week. Oh, so that amazing. was, like, super fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, super fun. Got to hang out with a lot of fun people. But, you know, it was all outside and everything, trying to be safe. And mm -hmm. then, uh, you know, winter happened. <laughs> and then I pretty much haven't left my house except for work since, uh, like, Halloween. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Wow. What are you doing for work? I got a job as a bartender. Okay, so that's that's some social yeah. interaction. It's not like you're in a warehouse standing yeah. at a conveyor belt for eight hours a day and yeah. then you just go oh, back thank home. Thank God, no. I know, right? Do, yeah. Does it does yeah. it scratch the social itch or is like the bartending kind of screen enough to, to uh it's take like, care of that? It's like a it's like enough to like lessen the edge, but it's not enough to take care of it. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't know. It's like prolonging my psychosis that's <laughs> good <laughs> yeah just putting it off a day or two more you know i mean it's like finally break it it'll be a week further from now oh yeah exactly and that's the goal really you know <laughs> yeah just buy yourself one more day yeah. <laughs> one more day yeah, please just get 24 more hours of you know total sanity and lucidity please please just 24 more hours yeah, oh. i i yeah. might Have be you... 
too anxious to like treat bartenders as people <laughs> but i think a lot of people do actually like talk to bartenders and how how is that profession for you <laughs> i'm you loving a it honestly before, right mm-hmm. yeah and it's not even like that hard we only have beer so oh, it's yeah. pretty easy. Yeah. yeah it's hella easy. Yeah. <laughs> what thing do you want me to put in a glass? Hamburgers. <laughs> beer yeah. and hamburgers? Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> literally you deal it. with the easy one. You don't have to mm-hmm. stack anything on top of anything else or wrap nope. it. Just no. <laughs> Not at all. I literally just show up. That's it. <laughs> I feel that. You, I feel that. You get paid uh-huh. to hand something three feet away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm getting paid to turn around, grab something, and hand it over. <laughs> I'm like a glorified uh, uh, corner stop, like shop person. Yeah, I think. Who, right. Who gets tipped? What's better? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Oh man, bartending is such an odd gig. Yeah. Have you gotten any comedy chops stuff out there recently? able to do any of that i haven't really done comedy in oh gosh like six months or so if not longer going on a year really yeah because i only did it a couple times since everything shut down because i don't know it's i just feel guilty like being out at like those events since they're like super spreader events but i also understand why people do it but for me i was just like no i want to play it safe and yeah. yeah, so I've pretty much just not been going out. Have you guys been doing the open mics? I Luke have, runs yes. one now. Uh- <laughs> well, I run an outside one, and that's mm-hmm. the rule. It closed for winter, <laughs> and yeah. it's just the opening today. Oh, oh nice. And Clifton, so. Gotcha. Oh, hell yeah. That's awesome. I might start getting back into the swing of it now that, like, it's – warming up and people are starting to get vaccinated yes i think I, I, it's um, starting Please. i am half vaccinated oh, as nice. of uh, a couple weeks ago i had a cousin who's in a care home and they all got vaccinated and i uh help out with him so oh well look at you oh yeah well, congratulations so, wildly uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes yeah I, honestly I, I want a shot yeah me too i just don't um well, here's my question. Because yeah. we had one of the people that work for us like take time off to like get their vaccination and all that fun stuff. What are the qualifying things? Like, if you don't have any medical issues or re- if you're not an elderly person, like with Luke, you you were able to get qualification for a shot because you helped take care of a person that is possibly yes. compromised. What are all of those qualifications? Like, is there a loophole that I can jump through to get this shot? Is really what I'm asking for. Like, do I have to spend more time with my mom? Is that what it is about? I mean. I think I can give you $20 to hand it off to my autistic cousin and then you're in baby. Uh, it's, <laughs> so I just have honestly, to run one of place, your errands. <laughs> the the place was like and had too many vaccines so there were like three or four people we're caring for Waylon and it's like me and my mom and my sister. I don't know if I'm going to get them into shit for saying it, but the vaccine expires anyway. And I do feel guilty for just like snatching it out of the hands of an elderly person. 
like is that exactly what happened at the clinic because i could see you yeah i walked in i kicked an elderly man in the (laughs) chest and i picked it up from the ground and then on the way out he just flips him dude in a wheelchair over (laughs) totally unrelated that elderly man he fought another person with existing conditions and it was just this (laughs) chain of violence that got passed down until finally one of them got covid and they're like okay i'm out could you (laughs) could you imagine a hobo fight over covid vaccines though like what if we what if we like offer people a vaccine and they just like you know step into the ring and duke it out I am a big fan. (laughs) Super American Ninja Warrior. The most American Ninja Warrior because we're (laughs) fighting over healthcare. It's the most American thing. Well, as long as they have guns too. I think that's an important thing. To make it fully American, it's got to be fully automatic, right? Uh. Man, these fights go by quick, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what you got to do. <laughs> well, see what you do is at the end of the course, at the very top, instead of a button, it's just a pistol. You grab it, turn around, and shoot the other guy. Yep, I like it. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> as, as he's climbing up the rock wall, you're like, <laughs> drop him down into the water. <laughs> yeah, trying to swim as close to the bottom as you can, just away. <laughs> Dude, I think. So our our healthcare system's a little medieval already. I say yeah. we go the other way. Let's make it extra medieval. Yeah. Gladiator yeah. style. <laughs> then we don't have to worry oh, yeah. about all this like socialism stuff. I think I think <laughs> that's something we could all Thank agree God. on. We like watching TV. Uh right yeah. wingers mm-hmm. yeah. will be mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's guns and stuff. And uh <laughs> <laughs> and a 20 minute prayer before we even start yes. just yeah we all, we all pray before <laughs> slaughtering people yes as god intended <laughs> yeah i want to go on record saying that health care for everyone would be pretty great uh, just... <laughs> you know what i second that motion oh but... Barring that, gladiator fights, not out of the question. <laughs> that's like, I would say, I would say that's a good option A, and then universal healthcare is a good option B. Mm. Yeah. Just, yeah, you know, for you know? ratings and stuff. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, realistically, uh, how many jobs would we lose if we just gave everyone healthcare? I mean, really, you know, it'd be, it'd be bad mm. for the economy, I think. I don't know. Both of you Honestly. guys were on board. I felt like I had to play devil's advocate. Just <laughs> just by the merit of so many people dying in gladiator fights, we'd open up so many job positions of just wow. like random. I don't wow. really see like any office work. I didn't even think about that point. It's <laughs> beautiful. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm more concerned. I'm excited about the uh, the celebrity Ryan Seacrest type that we get to host these gladiator events. Like I wanna, um, I wanna find out about my fighter before the lion mauls them. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you went Ryan Seacrest and not Joe Rogan because yeah, I we need a shiny Ryan Seacrest type rather than like an actual fighter. 
Right. right. Yeah. Right. Because he would get too technical. He would alienate too many people who are just coming into the folds of just violent blood sport. We need to make it appealing to the masses. Absolutely. Who's we need to get everybody person? on board. Mm. Get everyone yeah, on board. Yeah, we pick the host then. <laughs> <laughs> Another gladiator fight. It's it's. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's just gladiator fights all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> violent mm. tear cake. I love it. Okay, uh. Uh, we solved that. Uh, how about racism, wow. guys? What do you think we can do on that? <laughs> I um, I don't, I don't know, Again. Luke. I feel like it's more gladiator fights. I just, I feel yeah. like that's the gladiator answer to every. All the way. <laughs> what did you not understand when I said all the way down? Right. Exactly. All the way. <laughs> I think you solve everything in human history with gladiator fights. Yeah. 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 Rome was the perfect society for a while. It, yeah. What mm-hmm. what was the fall of Rome? What brought them down? It wasn't the gladiator fights. Oh, obviously much. not. That mm-hmm. was kind of the pinnacle. No. No, that definitely brought him up. Uh, lead, um, lead, I think, played a role. Lead? lead yeah, that was probably. And it drove people crazy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did, they, did they still have a asbestos back then? I mean, I think they, they're, they're the ones that started it, right? Like, they would just hand it out um, at parades. Yeah. You know, Probably. like, we throw candy now, but they used to just throw tufts of insulation at people. Yeah. <laughs> just pure. And you look, it's snowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Honestly, it was weird that they did it because it wasn't even related to any of their like gods or deities. Right. Yeah. Very strange. It was just, it was just uh, asbestos day. Yeah. It was fluffy. <laughs> Kids played with it. Um, if you mix it with water, it grows. Like there was just a lot of benefits. Ooh. Yeah, you didn't know that about asbestos? It's like those shrinky dinks. You put them in a glass of water, <laughs> and then overnight you have a six-inch dinosaur instead of a half-inch dinosaur. It's the best. Damn. All asbestos does that. I have trouble getting my hands on asbestos anymore, honestly. <laughs> I used to love that stuff as a kid. <laughs> I don't know why. We would all just play in the attic of the church, throwing it at each other, you know, just normal kid it's stuff. hilarious. <laughs> I mean, you itched a little afterwards, but who cares? Right. It was the best. <laughs> Just good, clean fun. Yeah. Wholesome. We used to have, like, asbestos fights where you'd, like, pick it up. you make it into, like, snowballs and just hurl it at each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. You mix it. You two drops of water, and that thing would turn into a stone. And then you could put it into a catapult and launch it into the next town. Oh, my gosh. I had a friend that did that. And you know what? I feel that like is I so haven't. Specific. That's a really weirdly specific <laughs> thing. Uh... <laughs> weirdly, I have not heard from him in a few years, actually. I, but, yeah. but let's back up. He built a catapult <laughs> and launched an asbestos ball into a town. It's it's <laughs> weird. It's weird that you knew that that happened. That you knew who 
that we like know the same guy. That's <laughs> that is very particular. Well, I mean, you know, Jason, he was very charismatic before he started getting right? all hung up on catapults and trebuchets and things like and asbestos. Well, you know, that was more just an ends to a meme. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he would have launched anything, honestly. Right? He mm. just had, you know, his kids went to church a lot, played in the attic. He just had a lot of it laying around. He just kept bringing it home. When I was a kid, my grandma used to take me to her church, and we did actually build, like, a slingshot or some shit. Like, one of those one, like, big, big standing ones that you, like, pull all the way back, and you yeah. can, like, fire, like, water balloons and stuff like that. You can, like, launch them, like, the full length of a football field, kind of. Oh, absolutely. So. We did, I do remember doing that in church for some reason. For some reason, I don't know. Maybe we're trying to get God in on the water balloon fight. I don't know. But I do remember <laughs> having a, sh uh, a sh uh, building a slingshot in church. So It's like a sneaky baptism. Like, you know, they find out after the fact. Baptism sniper? <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, That's man. so good. 250-yard wow. redemption right there. <laughs> yeah, just get all the heathens in. Baptism before they know it. Yeah. Missed one. Whole new meeting to a win. Hail Mary. <laughs> How often did you go to church with your grandma? Was that something that you did a lot, or is it just like a periodic thing? Uh, it was not like regular. I wasn't, I didn't regularly grow up at church. <clears throat> it was more like I would, uh, spend the night with my grandma because my parents went a night alone right. and then mm -hmm. she would go to church. So I went with her. So I went like a little bit, but once I got to be like of any age where you can have any thought of your own, I stopped. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. I was the yeah. opposite. So yeah. I went to church every single weekend with my regular parents. And then when my mm -hmm. ADD got too much for my mom, she would send me to go stay with my grandma Faye where I didn't go to church. And I watched Land Before ah. Time on repeat, and it was the best. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. I'm just saying, if you're comparing I'm two things, saying. church and the Land mm -hmm. Before Time series, like there's no question if you're eight years old which one you're going to go with. <laughs> Give me Littlefoot, baby. Give me Littlefoot. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot more. Does that uh, hold up? Land Before Time? You bet your sweet britches yeah. it holds up. For real. Like go go find some oh, tricks on uh tricks, not tricks, uh uh clips on YouTube. It it holds yeah. up, absolutely. At least the first like five movies, but there's like twenty seven of them. Now. Oh so, <laughs> drops off after five. Yeah, it drops off. They really had some momentum for the for the first half of the first dozen. Uh but I, after that. I remember little fit uh, I remember was it Star Leaves? Yeah, uh, tree stars. They were called tree, tree stars. Tree, yeah, tree stars. Tree yeah, stars. And, that's what and the, then uh, I remember it being ate. real sad at a certain point. And well, yeah. that, that yeah, much of somebody's a... mom dies, right? Yeah, well, it's it's better oh. than that. All of his everything dies. Sorry, spoilers, uh, I guess. Yeah, right. If you haven't seen Land <laughs> they, Before They time. are dinosaurs. It's so <laughs> cool. <laughs> right? Uh... Oh my god. Bridget, when I asked like As her, when you think of like we the were staples, still talking about land before time, Lauren. I'm Please. sorry. I know. We keep getting distracted with these very hilarious ideologies. I'm trying to get to know our guest. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> 
So, Bridget, when I say the phrase staples right. of your childhood, what comes to mind? What are the things that are like the linchpins uh, for you growing up? Oh, man. Um, Mega Man was definitely there. Hell yeah. Um, I even had like this little plastic Mega Man toy I played with. And like you could take his arm off and then put in like another like cannon instead of his arm. Right, right, right. And you could like shoot a little lemon at people. A lemon? Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what they that's what they call Mega Man's thing he shoots lemons i got what you. they call it okay. in the in the gamer field you know if i just don't want to i don't want to anger the real gamers that are <laughs> right the hardcore <laughs> mega man heads yeah um or should yeah. We, do we call them mega hands what do we call them um hmm, mega heads i like that that's good well, Mega heads you know well man man guys I think just mega head sounded dirty. Maybe it's me. <laughs> kind of, it kind of does. I yeah. think if you put head in anything, it makes it a little bit more dirty. I think so. Yeah. It's one of those. Although, uh, I hear deadhead, and yeah, it just they're like, already uh, like hippies. So it's right. It's so mm-hmm. close that it's like, oh, don't even bother. Don't even bend over to pick that penny up. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah. that's great. What yeah. else? What? What? So, I mean, there couldn't have just been Mega Man. There had to have been other things. No, no, no. no. That was a big part because it was like that was like my favorite game on my Super Nintendo. Word. So like my Super Nintendo as a whole was the big part of my childhood. Okay. And then beyond that, um, it was it was a lot of video games, which I still enjoy a lot. I'm trying to think like The Simpsons were a big part of. Growing up okay. for me, right on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of like media from that time period. So like your Nickelodeon and Cartoon yeah. Network and all that. All yeah. the consumables. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I was full on like consumerist kid for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. just wanted all the cool new toys. Oh, one hundred percent. Did you ever have a yeah. moment where you tried to steal something from a friend of yours because your mom wouldn't buy it for you? I had something similar, but I didn't quite do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So good. I, yeah. I'll cop to that yeah. 100%. I, Bobby Brewer, <laughs> I took all of his shit because his parents bought him better toys. And at one oh. point, he called me out for it. And he was like, do you have all of my Pokemon cards? I'm like, yeah, I do. And he's like, all right, well, that's fine. My mom's buying me new ones, so you can keep those. And I was like, success! <laughs> Dang. <laughs> he just... Nice. Mafiaed him. You're like, yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. <laughs> I had a weird, weird level Try of confidence something. back then. Oh, <laughs> uh, you should have challenged him to like a to like a uh, Pokemon match and like nope, more winner, gladiator battles, fight keeps... to the death. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Damn. What was I thinking? <laughs> what do you think all the way down means? You're the one that yes, said it. All the way down. <laughs> It's how we got into this world, and that's how we'll go. <laughs> Gladiator battles. That's. <laughs> oh shit! That's amazing. What just happened? Oh no! My iPad died. Son of a bitch! How is that even possible? Oh, that's how that's possible. No! 
Hey, in case you missed it, uh, Lauren's iPad died. So, uh, Lauren dropped out, Bridget and I just kept soldiering on, uh, we got into just the best conversation ever about malls, um, it was funny and full of riffs and hilarious and heartfelt, uh, she really opened up at that part, but, uh, cause Lauren's iPad died, we, uh, lost all the audio forever, so, um, just keep Keep listening, and uh, Lauren hops back on and, and gets his shit together. Um, back at the at the mall part, so uh, that's what we're that's what we're talking about. Enjoy. Four times. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter, but yeah. And I, I went. Do not know. Um, yeah. Okay, so you're asking me about the dead mall that's north of here. Is it a big yeah, one or like, like a little one? Because if you're talking, it's huge. It's like a huge mall, yeah. but it's literally empty. I went there a couple years ago, and literally there was a um, there was like a uh, a Claire's, there was a Claire's, a Auntie Anne's pretzel spot, and a GameStop. That's and the that backbone of a mall, right there. Those are the only <laughs> things you need right? to keep it going. <laughs> Cheap sterling silver earrings, stickers, pretzels, and a place you can drop <laughs> off video games for one-tenth their value. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, the best part is they all had, like, their own wing of the mall, too, oh, to, like, make sure people tired. are going to... <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep that foot traffic across all the different spectrums. <laughs> You, oh yeah. You, you guys remember EB Games? Yeah. Was that specifically a mall thing or was Yeah, that... it was. It was. You'd have GameStop mm-hmm. on one side and then EB Games on the other. Uh Yeah, you came too close to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More gladiator battles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And now the gaming mall store match. Right? I think God. I think GameStop already won pretty hard, especially lately. Yeah. Yeah, GameStop is winning, apparently. I don't know. On it? I don't really un No. I don't understand it. It's super simple. It's real simple. The mm-hmm. internet said, let's screw over everyone with money, and then mm-hmm. they did. Mm-hmm. That's that's as much I as like I understand. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am on board with that. Big fan of screwing over billionaires. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who isn't really? Yeah. They even do uh-huh. it to each other. That you know, is... one billionaire to another. More gladiator battles. <laughs> yes. Ooh. You know, that would be a pretty great way to get a promotion. Like, if you could just go into the office and challenge your boss. And then, like, whoever wins is now the boss. Yeah, you keep and what the you other kill. One's dead. We got Chronicle, mm, yeah. Chronicle of Riddick style of the corporate ladder <laughs> and the rat race. You just keep what you kill, you know? <laughs> I, I feel like that is how we ran things for a little bit. Yeah. Like, for <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did get that. There might have been a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do feel like we kind of stepped away from it. I mean, we could go back. We could just like a visit, like pop our heads in and see how that concept's doing. 
<laughs> oh my god it's like a thanksgiving we need to get like a volunteer city yes like one single city to give it a shot and then you know see if we can't bring that to the rest of the country let's start in philadelphia i think we could do well there as as a ground zero location for this idea they're pretty they're pretty angsty anyways i feel like philly's really wound up am i wrong mm-hmm. is that just an impression that i get from a tv show about how sunny it is there i know if you were playing basketball and a couple of guys who were up to no good come up. Then you got to <laughs> <laughs> These are facts, Luke. Oh, You're wow. You have to facts. leave the entire city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go live with your aunt. That's oh, funny. I, so if, if we don't want to do... Philadelphia, it's got to be somewhere in Florida. Yeah, because okay. like that would be that's the perfect spot. Uh, you could do the whole German and state. it just. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I like that Miami. idea. Let's I start Miami. We'll just work our way north from there, mm-hmm. and it'll spread to the entire yeah. little little Florida area, and then I think you know it'll jump to Texas. It'll just skip over. Uh, you know, New right. Orleans and a few other places and just joke Texas straight to Texas. We'll hear about it. And right. We'll be like, oh, we got this. This is perfect. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> hey, we just came across the Gulf. Guess what they're doing in Florida, boy? We're doing it here, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All the more reasons uh, to go to Texas, I guess. Right. I've heard Austin. Super yeah. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've literally only ever heard good things about Texas. Yeah, but it's usually from Texans, you know? Like, they're mm-hmm. just remembering fondly where they came from. I don't know anybody that's vacation. Remembering there. the Alamo. Remembering- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so my God. mom, my mom lives in Texas, and uh, she she loves it. She's like, Hell yeah, Texas is the best place to be, which I do not understand, but like more power to her. How long has she been there? A couple of years. They're going to be like a couple days. She loves it. It's, <laughs> so far, it's going real well. Yeah, she just went down for the storm. Yeah. She's real big into uh, sledding. Yeah. She, she packed up her sled and she runs to the airport. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's even got her, like, sled wax. I mean, she gets going on that ice. <laughs> well, I I feel like Texas gets this big, like, reputation as very conservative, but there are, like, pockets and islands of, like, the King of the Hill guys and yeah. Austin yeah. and... Oh, I had like three other examples, and they just they just left. <laughs> Way to go anyway, there. there's there. I think it's like Austin is a super woke city, and maybe one other one, and they're just sitting in a sea of like cowboys. Red. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that makes red. sense. I feel like I feel like that's how it goes. Like all of the cities are blue, and then everything else is red. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But the cities are where all the people live. These are yeah. facts. Uh, Think about that. Weird if people get into contact with each other in mass mm-hmm. on a regular basis, they 
tend to be more like understanding and empathetic. Yeah. And empathetic. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. See, right? I think it comes from being in like constant interaction with a bunch of different people from all different because if you see the same six motherfuckers that you've always seen that always come to your farm or whatever because they're the six people that live within <laughs> so six miles like, of you. Oh yeah. People everyone else is an asshole because right. we're assholes. <laughs> right, exactly. Like uh-huh. this is this is the world because these are the only six faces that I ever interact with. So obviously this is all that there ever is. Versus someone that lives in a city that runs into 17 different people on their way to work. And it's not the same 17 people every single day eventually I think the pattern starts to flex into, well, maybe that person just had a bad day and he's not a terrorist or whatever terrible thought I had about him or her or mm-hmm. what have you. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, just you got to, yeah, you got to interact. Yeah. Get out there. <laughs> I 100% agree. I think that's what like the whole college thing. Cause the whole, like, you know, they used to say you'd go off to college and become a liberal and it's just like, well, you know, you're just being exposed to more people. Yeah, different ways of thinking, I different mean, that's, walks of life. I mean, that's, you know, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd only, like, so I grew up in a house where, like, there was, like, never any beer or alcohol in the house yep, at crazy. all. So I always thought it was, like, really weird that adults, like, would drink. So then I'd, like, go over to a friend's house and, like, they would have, like, uh, like you know, like a Smirnoff or something. I'd be like, yeah. "Oh my God, they're shit faced. They're drunk. <laughs> like, oh no, what the hell? I'm in the same house with them." Right. And then you know, you get older and you're like, "They had a beer. It's fine." Like, right. You know, yeah. it's just like, yeah. I mean, change did you think about things? Did you have that experience where, like, once you like, do you drink now? Mm-hmm. A little bit. It- I'm not like gung-ho like yeah yeah, yes oh well you are a bartender so that'd be an odd profession (laughs) choice if you didn't i'm sure they're out very yeah did you have that experience of going like way too hard with it because you were raised conservatively when it comes with alcohol yeah oh yeah nice oh yeah but i yeah um yeah and then that like spiraled out into all kinds of other stuff like for me, it was like I remember the dare officers coming in and going on and on about how alcohol will ruin your life and how you know pot yep. will destroy you and everything. <laughs> and then like, and but like I knew people who ha- who drank that were like cool people, you yeah. know. So I like, tried it first time, get totally hammered, and literally the next day I was like, they lied to us. They <laughs> lied to us. What else did they lie to us about? Exactly. And that, that flung me on this rampage where I started just trying, like, all the drugs mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. And I was just like, well, I want to know. I mean, they obviously weren't telling the truth about this. Right. And then, you know, now that I'm in my 30s, I just smoke and drink anymore, but... I think everyone kind of settles into that, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's like the difference between someone that um, clearly just is going to have a problem with uh, uh, whatever it is they're doing in their life, whether it's app games or shopping or, you know, drugs, food, whatever it is, they just don't have a governor on themselves. And 
Most folks mm-hmm. just sort of relax into a routine and live their lives and pay their bills and do whatever it is that helps them to relax, whether that's tea or uh, weed or a beer or whatever else, and they just manage their business. And then other people oh, are sure. like, I have $45,000 in credit card debt, and I'm going to the casino. Let's do this. <laughs> Who's got yeah. the meth blunt? Do you have the meth blunt? Burn Let's it go. down. <laughs> 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 that is it's there's not a whole lot of middle ground between people who are like okay i developed my pattern i know what makes me happy right. and like let's ride this thing till the wheels fall off yeah yeah eighth gear the entire time <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i think it's like an age thing too though yeah right? sure. like yeah yeah i feel like most of the people i know started to really settle down once they were around 30. Obviously, I know a few people still wild, you know, much older and people who settle down much younger, but I feel like 30 is when people start to like mellow out. Yeah, I can, mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. I, I For me, like it definitely probably started to taper around 25. Uh, mm-hmm. And then like just as you get closer to that 3-0, it's like, yeah, no, I'm just going to go home and go to bed. Like, it's comfy there. <laughs> yeah, you know? oh, like, for sure. <laughs> like, I, I have food there like, and stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a relief to just, like, hear something and be like, no, I don't have to do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. <miss> me. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I will look at your Instagram feed tomorrow. Right, mm-hmm. right. Thanks for sharing. Thanks mm-hmm. for sharing. Live vicariously through you, for sure. Yeah, you'd mentioned earlier that like you you went when you were a kid, you just wanted all of the new toys. Uh, that's mm-hmm. something that definitely carried through my twenties as well. Uh, has that mm-hmm. tapered off for you, or is that that fear of you know I have to have the newest thing, or or no one's going to like me, or at least that's what goes on in my head. Uh, do you still mm-hmm. struggle with that, or is that tapered off as well? No, that has that actually is different. I buy almost nothing new anymore. Okay. I am quite the opposite. I went the exact opposite direction where I really try to like make all my things last. I have my phone at this point is like I, I want to say like 5 plus years, which in phone years is Oh, that's 100. Insane. Yeah, it's so old. Yeah, yeah, it's ancient at this point. But yeah, my phone's like a little bit older um yeah, I'm not. I'm just not really like that anymore. I think what happened was I wanted all the new toys, uh, but then I was poor, so right, right. <laughs> instead I had to like just sort of like cut, like learn to just enjoy what I had, you know. Right. No, I found sorry, I was it. always kind of like drawn to older stuff. One, because they usually last longer. And two, there's kind of like a history to stuff where you're like, oh, this is cool. Somebody like probably picked this up 80 years ago and <laughs> was somewhere with it. Right. So <laughs> it if doesn't you, uh, matter what, it, yeah. what happened before, but I'm like, yeah, it's cool. It has history. So if you didn't know I that Luke was a hipster agree. by his mustache, he just told you in like a long form way. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, tell me you're a hipster without telling me you're a hipster. Isn't that the TikTok right now? Yeah, right, exactly. I have, I wouldn't I have no know. idea. I'm not on TikTok. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah, do no, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> I'm on hipster? Reddit. <laughs> ah, yeah. And... That's, where, that's where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> what are your favorite Sometimes subreddits? Sometimes TikTok bleeds over. 
Yeah. Mm. My favorite subreddit? Yeah. Oh, I don't have one. It's just, it's just like something to kill. So like I've stopped using social media mostly like i'm not on facebook really anymore i'm not on twitter anymore and i'm i still have my instagram because i feel like that's the nicest one uh mm-hmm. but i'm not even on that one anymore yeah i've done a total purge so for me instead of going on facebook i just get on reddit and just go to the main page and just look at whatever's on just there scroll through whatever anybody wants to regurgitate into that echo chamber i gotcha oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can definitely kill an entire day scrolling through Reddit. I don't recommend it, but you can. Yeah, yeah. There's way too much information on there. Like, uh, Uh I I remember when I first found out about Reddit, uh, it was this guy that I worked with, and uh, he very confidently said, like, oh, yeah, that comedian gets all their jokes off of Reddit. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Can you explain to me what's a Reddit? (laughs) Uh and uh and then he explained it he goes yeah like it's um it's all of it and i was like it's all of what he goes it's all of the internet it's just all of it's all the internet and i was like how can that be possible i've never heard of it and he goes well yeah because you don't make it past youtube (laughs) you just you got to dive deeper into the internet and at its core you're gonna find reddit uh, and this was like 10 years ago. So like there was next to little to no moderation on any of these subreddits back then. So there was a lot of stuff on Reddit that isn't up there now. Uh, but it was. It was the core of the internet. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, when I was, <clears throat> this, I, you know, I hope people don't uh, judge me. But when I was like 18 or 19, I used to do um, 4chan a lot. Oh, which is kind of felt like the yeah. precursor to yeah. all that. Cause that, that is an internet cesspool. And I will say it like, I got in when it was like the peak of it. I got and you. then like quickly, very quickly, like it became the disgusting cesspool that it is I mean, now. It did. It felt like, it, that was like the source to every meme for about 15 years. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just like, they all started there and then varying degrees of degenerates filtered out the stuff that <laughs> most people don't want to hear. <laughs> right. But there, there was, I was never like straight from the source for Chan, but there was some stuff that was just so good. Like, the guy who built a roller coaster that was like in Roller Coaster Tycoon, it was 118 game days long. And then he just deleted the exit. So <laughs> this guy spent days on it. And then he scrolls through all his guest comments. And the guests are, every single one is like, I want to get off of Mr. Bones' <laughs> wild ride. And it's beautiful. <laughs> oh man that's so yes gosh like, roller coaster tycoon deserves a like a really good remake honestly yeah, yeah i agree it, you gotta be able to really drown does. the I, i'm not saying Yo. i do that every time but i need <laughs> that level to stoop to just to know it's there oh yeah i still have a copy of the sims on my computer just in case you know right you ever just have a have a bad day and you just like i don't want to like actually ruin somebody else's day but like i kind of do so right. i get on the sims and just <laughs> be like <laughs> oh God. yeah toilets outside what are you gonna do 
<laughs> what everyone else does, just live your stupid life like you're in control, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> While I... your like job is falling apart, you're like, yeah, you're just gonna just take it one day at a time, huh? You piece of shit. <laughs> Lucky you didn't even clean your house in a week. <laughs> They're like flies behind you. Yeah, you're like, look I at know. him. Just... Not... God, disgusting as I'm peeing in my piss jar. Right. <laughs> Look at him using the bathroom outside in his game world like an animal. Disgusting. Oh. We should I... talk about a comedy show at some point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're too fun to talk to. These are facts. <laughs> These are facts. Talk about the Thank Sims you. and junk for <laughs> yeah. hours. Right? It would be so easy. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk comedy. Yeah. So, what is your quintessential bombing story? Like, give the people what they came here for. Yeah. I. Okay. So, like, my worst bomb. And I don't even know that, like, it, it was, like, the worst on me. It was really tough. It was, like, one of the last shows I got to do. And it was the last show of the weekend, which, as you know, is notoriously always a little weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so it was the last show, um, and it was at The Drop up in uh, Bend, North Bend, Indiana, I think yeah. is the name of it. It's yeah, it's a gorgeous club. One of my one of my favorites for sure. It's really, really tiny. I think it like sells out at like thirty seats or something like that. Nice. And I yeah, so it's real tiny, really cute place. Um, but like obviously, a lot of my jokes are about being transgender, and this was in kind of you know it's like northern Indiana. It's a little bit out on its own. Uh, okay. It's also where Mayor Pete's from. Who is Mayor so, Pete? Like, May, uh, he was, like, running for president. He was the gay guy that was running for president. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Pete, Pete Buttigieg. Sorry. I said yeah. Mayor Pete, but Pete Buttigieg yep. or something like that. Buttigieg? Buttigieg? Yeah, I don't. I'm pretty sure everyone knows name. who we mean. Uh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It looks I like butt at the beginning. To be clear, yeah, it's like butt I gauge also or don't something. know how to pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Butt Gage. Yeah. What, so, butt Gage. All due respect, Pete. Yeah, all yeah. due you're respect. Doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep it keep it up or whatever. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, so, anyway, so we're there. So, like... I just wanted to point that out because it's like a it's a weird mix of like like really liberal and hyper conservative, not unlike Cincinnati, honestly. Right. right. So like most of the shows are going really well, um, but we just get to the last one and I start doing all my you know my trans jokes and stuff like that, and like not only were these people not laughing, but like several of the tables just stop looking at me and they just start looking down on the ground oh like the God. whole time. That's, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, 
and it, and the thing is is like literally an hour before like i i obliterated with the exact same material oh my God. like nothing nothing had changed i you know i don't i always perform sober so like right. i wasn't drinking or smoking or anything just it just sometimes you just don't do well that's just what happens so the it, and i was um I was the featured act for um, uh, Charlie Day. Not Charlie. Oh my gosh! No, that's Hester? that's from Always Sunny. Yeah, Charlie Hester. Yeah, he's doing shows. That's a killer yeah, yeah. Bit, like right. No, Charlie Hester. I'm sorry. She was absolutely wonderful. Well, I love her. Well, she's no Charlie in Day. so many ways. <laughs> close close yeah. but no not all the way um yeah and i was i was featuring for her so it was like we still had like such a fun time but like they just they just didn't like it and because i'm the featured act it's like uh which is which that was like my second feature act at a club and oh, then no. i um I I just like you have you have 20 25 ish minutes that you just have to fill. So it's like you're I'm up there and it's not going well and it's just like well fuck dude I've got you know like 18 more minutes. Oh god. Uh so it's like you just sort of I just sort of like kept going and it's like the thing is is like if nobody laughs at your jokes you go through them really fast <laughs> yeah absolutely like, super fast uh so like i i'm like going through uh, i get halfway through my set and it's just not gonna there's like some laughs a couple tables are into it but i could tell that it was just the material they weren't connecting with yeah it's just not what they wanted and it's you know it is what it is i hey what is that expression? You can be the the sweetest peach on the tree, but some people just don't like peaches. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so I just like I just I had to kind of like switch gears, uh, go off of my prepared set list, and just start doing a lot of my like old jokes, which, um, as you guys probably remember, was a lot of like one liners and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So to switch out from I ha, I was doing like the my you know the stuff I have done been doing more recently, uh, and then I had to like stop and switch to a whole totally different style. Uh, try to remember these jokes that I at the at that time I hadn't done in most of them in like six months. Yeah, so, it's a different I, delivery just, too. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but I was like, man, I gotta get like a laugh out of here. You know, that's, that's my job. Right, just one, please. I gotta get something. Uh, so I switched, and it was a little better. But the problem at that point is we had gone so long, just struggling that, like, yeah. I, at this point, you know, like, I just there's not enough time in the world to like mm. come back for that. Uh, but we ended up sticking it out, and uh, you know, I had a good closer. Uh, so it it the closer hit, so I was able to like get enough momentum that Charlie came in. She just fucking crushed. They <laughs> ate her up. That's so, good. Yeah, it's a great feeling to like be up there with your A material 
bombing just to have <laughs> right. the next person completely crushed. Because then you know it's you. Right. That's the best part. Right. Like, like I 100% knew it was me. I was the reason they didn't laugh. I, I have had the experience hosting where I had a set not go so hot and then the the feature comes up and she's struggling and I just wander back to where the headliner is sitting and I'm like oh man I feel like I owe Peggy like a fruit basket or something because <laughs> I did not leave this room in a great state <laughs> yeah oh that's funny yeah you know what though the host has so much power over the show because even in that show i was just talking about i and like i'm not gonna call out who it was i don't even remember but he was uh he's new which is what you do when you host and i remember in his like five minutes on stage he managed to do the thing where you tell a joke you don't get laughs and you immediately look out at the audience and go, well, fuck you. And then, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Like as the host, as the host, like, if that's like, if that's your energy you bring as like the, as like, you know, the mid or the the headliner, but as the host, it's just like, your job is to just smile. Yeah, exactly. Nice to meet you. Nope. Okay then. (laughs) And, he was, you know, it's just one of those things. He was, he was new, and he'll get better. You know, it's just, <laughs> we've all done. I literally, the three of us sitting here have all done it. I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen all three of us tell a joke that we thought was hilarious, and it wasn't, <laughs> and then we got mad at them for not laughing. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, definitely have done that. I so have. I'm not like had some aggressive sets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah for sure. Me too. Uh, just a couple where you were like, I really needed that to go well, and it did. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna take it out on all of you. Sometimes I find it's like jokingly aggressive is really funny to me. Maybe because uh-huh. I was raised with kid gloves, and I'm like, oh, no one would ever be mean. Who would do that? Uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, these people think I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's too late yeah. to go back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think that's yeah. the that's like the that's like the balancing act though is like if you're going to be aggressive, like you have to have you almost have to have a long enough time to like also build that like repertoire with the audience for yeah. them to like kind of like accept it unless they're going in knowing you're just an angry comedian you know like you're yeah. like lewis black or bill burr or something yeah man like the whole concept of like the thing that you mentioned earlier about the host having so much power over the show is bananas uh-huh. to me because that is where everyone starts you know like they take uh-huh. the person with yeah. the least amount of experience and the least <laughs> amount of crowd control and they give him the most power up top <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, it, sure. it kind of isn't it in canada where they do the thing where it's like a feature act who kind of gets the show started and then a less experienced set and then the headliner I've never Uh heard of that, but I mean, that makes more Uh sense to me just out loud. Yeah. So my understanding, the way they do, the way they do that, because Go Bananas was starting to do that before, you know, COVID and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, 
<clears throat> where like the whoever was hosting would go up and be like, hey, you know, don't talk. Here's our website. Make sure you tip, and I'm gonna bring them up. And then, um, you know, the feature d- did their act, and then, uh, and then you know, would bring the host back up, and that's when they would do their little act. And then usually, I think when they did it like that. They were, I believe they were typically splitting it between like two different, which might not be like the Canadian style, but just what they were doing where they would do like, uh, split the featured act in half and have two people and then like sandwich the host between them, I think is yeah. what they were doing. Oh, I mean, I more opportunities is yeah. good. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I mean, definitely gets like one more person in there and I feel like if you're going to do comedy, Doing it at a club is just different than, you know, at a bar. Oh, uh, it's better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Infinitely better. And For so sure. it's nice to have that experience of like, I had sort of like the difference of like, you know, we've all done comedy where nobody's listening to us, but how do you perform when they are listening to you? Yeah. Yeah. How do you <laughs> handle 200 people's like actual undivided attention? And how are you going to keep it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, normal it, as people a comedian, who came out to do comedy. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we do. We all have right. the thing where it's like too many comedians in our jokes get like dark and just real edgy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, oh, that's what comedians laugh at. And now I'm talking to a bunch of moms and dads about suicide for five minutes. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> right. Just oh, it's such a good feeling to. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, it's like. <laughs> That's not a good feeling. Less, that's a bad feeling, actually. So that's the problem. That's the problem with the internet is like you get that talking overlap. Yeah. And then exactly. and then you and then you say things like, "Isn't it such a great feeling when your kids die?" <laughs> no, no, it's not. But I, I was gonna say it's it is it's a weird and kind of fun feeling though when you're up on stage and you're like buying to the real people just to have the whole back row of the comedy club laughing their asses off yeah that is like, nice <laughs> i have 100 seen that and i'm pretty sure i've done that a couple times where it's just Not like all right drag. well this is yeah this is for the comedians guys yeah. <laughs> these are back row jokes sorry for all yeah, you schmucks exactly. sitting in the middle in the front <laughs> i referenced the light what are you going to do about it? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> Such a classic. I love that, though. I love seeing somebody the first time get up on an actual stage and being like, wow, these lights are bright. Just, no shit. <laughs> yeah. No what do you shit. think everyone's been saying for the last that 27 was... years? <laughs> I, when I started, I like researched all the open mic things like as much as mm-hmm. I could. And those were the two pieces of advice. It was like, move the mic stand, first of all. Second of all, yeah. don't say the lights are bright. They're right. bright. right. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. Everybody to knows. Pass them and act like you can see what's behind them. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good that's a good trick though, is like the fact that the lights are so bright, you you kind of can't see anybody but like that front row in a club. Yeah. Or people like in so the wings. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it like makes it easier to like kind of tell your jokes because you're like, oh well, I can't even see them. It's I think it has the same effect as like picturing people in your their underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like almost gives you like a veil of Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Picture them as blinding white lights. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Which yes. doesn't sound helpful, but... <laughs> Believe it or not. Remember when you had that near-death you, experience? You won't be able to have a panic that... attack if your retinas are burning. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All those deer oh, who yeah. found peace moments before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, shit. Well, Bridget, before we wrap things up here, do you have anything that you want to plug? Do you, you said you're off social media and you're not doing shows. So where can people mail you a nice letter? You just want to give the internet your private yeah. information, yeah. social security number. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do people plug when they sure. don't have a podcast? Sure. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I will say this. Um, my My comedy career hit the pause button with COVID, but it's definitely not done. I have yeah. absolutely no intention of sitting it out. It's just, Thank uh, God. you know, <laughs> I needed a break. COVID was tough. Yeah. Um, and so I'll be back. So all my social media handles are simply Bridget Denman or Bridget underscore Denman. Uh, and eventually I will be back on that and we'll get back into the swing of things. I'm hoping closer to the summer. Um, but, you know, just COVID sucked, man, and I needed a break. Yeah, totally. Hell yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been an absolute blast. Like, this has been yeah, really so nice. much fun. My face hurts <laughs> from, from all of the laughter. Uh, that's the difference between a face Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. For sure. <laughs> yeah, this was awesome. I have loved all your podcasts in the past, so I'm glad you have Thank you so much. Uh, fun fact: This is actually Luke's. I'm uh, I'm actually just his sidekick. Uh, I like to think of it as our podcast. Wow, well, <laughs> whatever helps you sleep at night. Right? <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll decide. We'll decide by gladiating. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is done. We'll fight each other to the death, and the winner takes the spoils. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, watch it on Twitch. Honestly. Don't be lying. Hell yeah. Bridget, take care. Be well, all right? All right. Bye, Luke. Bye, Lauren. Have a good night, guys. Good.